Hi, this is Tamika Jackson, and you're listening to Yeah, You're Right. This is episode 13. This episode is going to include an interview with Kristen Joy Greer, Jonathan Jackson, and myself, and we are going to discuss hurt. This is also a part of the 21 Days of Three Perspectives in Crisis. If you would like to hear the other videos that were live, please join the Facebook group called Three Perspectives in Crisis. We are super excited to be here all together, as promised. My name is Tamika Jackson. I'm a life coach, educator, principal, and a variety of other things. Hi, I'm Kristen Joy Greer, and I am a principal, a speaker, a teacher, and a lot more as well. But I'm happy to be here to talk to you about peace and crises. And my name is Jonathan Jackson. I am CEO and founder of Heart Alliance, and I am here to talk about counseling and crisis. Okay, so to start us off, we wanted to start off with the question. What hurts you? Now, Kristen, do you want to give us some context in this idea around hurt? Sure. (laughs) I, you know, in thinking about hurt, years ago, I had gotten home from college and my sister and I got into a heated argument. This argument was about something so trivial. It was about her wearing my clothes. (laughs) And I'm the eldest and my sister is younger than I am and I have a younger brother. And so we started to argue. Obviously, she had on my items and I had on her items. And I just got to see her wear these clothes. Not only did it hurt me (laughs) in that moment, but I had, it made me aggressively attack her. And it caused me to want to fight for my right. But it wasn't the fact that she had on my clothes. It was like this buildup that happened. And because of this buildup, I had a reaction and I was just tired of her wearing my stuff. And I basically let my anger get the best of me. (laughs) But, you know, when we think about the times where we've allowed a buildup, whether that's emotionally or whether that's reactionary actions, we cause ourselves to sometimes step a little bit out of character. And the question is, what was it that was under the covers? Like, what were the things that were lying underneath that caused, you know, a visceral reaction or some level of a reaction? That day I embarrassed myself because my younger sister, you know, obviously she looks up to me and she wore my items. But in that moment, I felt like, you know, I don't know what I felt like now, but at the time, it just, it sounds ludicrous right now. But at the time, it was almost like me, you know, making my mark or making a stand against not being able to do that. But, you know, I think about how some of us carry our past and how often we carry these past like baggage, like, like the Mm -hmm. items. It was just something so small or it felt like it was small. It was my clothing items. But over time, what happens with hurt is that the longer we carry it, the more baggage we continue to carry on. And then this hurt that might have been so small becomes something that can be explosive. And so that was what happened to me in that day. But I I really want us to really think about the things that are under the covers or what are what are the things that have caused us to experience hurt or that have built up this huge volcanic eruption in our lives. 
one I've had that same experience. (laughs) (laughs) It is not a good feeling. And for me, and I don't know if Kristen, you felt the same way. For me, it was a lot of rage and anger. And the reason for myself, I would say that I had that amount of rage and anger was because my clothes were probably the only thing that was <laughs> important to me. Right. It was it was something real personal. You, right. you understand? So not only was it that that was the only thing that I had control over. Yeah. And for someone to rip that away from me, it 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 angered me. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say, in most times where we, we normally get hurt, it is something that is close to us, close to our heart, you know, close close to us that we have a hard time, you know, relinquishing or understanding that there are there's a bigger picture to this. Mm-hmm. And because the like when hurt comes, it starts to make our judgment and our eyes very cloudy. That's true. I mean, it's, it's a dangerous place to be, and it, it requires it requires you to do this this daily self work <laughs> yeah. to know where you are, so you don't respond in such a manner. Right. But because it's something that's so close to you, it's like you said, it's a ticking time bomb. Especially if it's something that has already happened before, because now it starts to mess with your pride, right. and you've been being humble, you know, all the fifty six other times that they took something from you before. And this is the time where you're like, uh, that's, that's enough. Right. So yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> I think for me, one of the t- ways that I've been hurt or probably the outburst from my hurt, it usually stems from this idea of, you know, and I talked about this last Monday, this idea of me not forgiving myself for past hurts where I let people hurt me or take advantage of me. Mm -hmm. So usually I get, you know, as the oldest, I definitely can identify with my clothes going missing. (laughs) And, you know, just that sort of cavalier attitude about it, right? Because I know for me, you know, as somebody, I've been working since the age of 11. And so, and the way it was, the way it operated in my household is if we brought 50% of whatever we want it. Let's say I remember, you know, us wanting Tim's, Timberland boots. So Tim's were a hundred dollars then. So my mom's thing was, if you raise half the money, the house will be halfway. Right. Remember that? And so that was this notion. And so I know for me to make $50 at the age of 14 was a huge thing, right? That meant I was saving up. That meant I was, you know, putting in the work to do that. And so babysitting or whatever the case was. But what happened was when, so when something like that happened where I'm looking for my jeans, I would have to hide them under my mattress. Like that's how bad it was. Like, and so I'm looking for my jeans. And so I see, I would see my brothers like playing tackle football and my jeans or wearing them. And I'm like, I have worked so hard for something (laughs) and you are just running around here getting holes and mud stains and stuff. And it used to bother me so much because I felt like I worked so hard for this. And this is like cavalier attitude about like, so what is a pair of jeans? And it was just like, right, you are talking about rage. But it's that level of disrespect. Like I I, I took it as being just very disrespectful. And it was 
And with that notion, it, it caused, you know, like, again, I don't think as an older sister, I necessarily let it go. I don't think I made a big deal. I would just be like, get out my jeans. Like, just take them off, right? I didn't try to embarrass my brothers until I felt like they came for me. And then when they came for me, then I'm just like, okay, now I got to put you out on front street because you're walking around here with my jeans on. But I think for me, it was also just not forgiving the 14-year-old, the 11-year-old, where you felt like you were being disrespected and you did nothing about it or you allowed it. And then when it happens again, like that hurt, it sort of like boils up because it's like being pressed down and the war is pressed down. And then it's like gets to a place where somebody does something. It could be something dumb. Yeah. And just look like just go off mm-hmm. go off mm-hmm. and it's like well what's wrong it's because you have just like allowed people to like do this thing you have not set boundaries you have not you know had the conversation with them or you have and you know they're just like yeah you know that's just the way I am or whatever like something like again this like cavalier attitude towards your feelings or thoughts or whatever mm-hmm. and those I think for me like when I feel disrespected I feel like people trying to assault my intelligence those are the things that sort of like get me going you know I think it's important to know when you're dealing with hurt a couple of things the one thing that I think is very important is to ask ourselves what is it you know what was the hurt associated with and so we use something you know kind of lighthearted to talk about but we all know that there are some hurts that are deeper than a pair of jeans or a shirt that our siblings have there are some jeans there's some jeans there's some hurts (laughs) that have really hit us to the core and I think once you ask yourself the question of what hurt me you can then ask yourself the question of who hurt you right and like who was the person that hurt me and sometimes it's a person sometimes it's a thing sometimes it's a circumstance sometimes it's the way that we grew up, our experiences, our lifestyles. I can speak uh, for myself in thinking about, you know, times where I've been hurt. And and Jonathan, you kind of nailed it when you said that a lot of times people that are closest to us can hurt us. Just thinking about all the friendships that I've had over the past. And I think about the times that I've hurt someone. I remember just like being such a, I was always very young, very ambitious. I started a lot of things very early on. And so with that, I was a young leader leading a bunch of people. And I I didn't have the wherewithal to really be considerate at all times of people's feelings of of who they are going to be. Like all of that, that I've learned to grow. Just like this, (laughs) this sort of mentality, like the show must go on. You know what I mean? And, And I... I grew up in show business. And so obviously that that message of one monkey doesn't stop the show is a real like it was a real thing for me. You know, as a a young CEO of of a company, there was one person that I hurt in particular. And I remember thinking to myself, we may be friends outside of this, but when it comes to this business here, Mm. I need you to be on your game. You know, and when the person didn't really take it as seriously, Mm. I was hurt. Wow. If I'm honest with you, I was hurt. And what happens a lot of times when we are hurt, just like that example that I gave where I violently attacked my sister, I also did the same thing. I didn't violently attack this person, but I I basically attacked them by cutting them off and by saying, I'm not dealing with you. You know, nowadays we say block, block on Facebook, block on Instagram. But I basically said, you're not a part of this. And so therefore I, I acted in rejection. You know, I basically 
rejected someone because we were not on the same page. But again, not really knowing how this hurt could affect our friendship never really metastasized further. Like we never was able to grow Mm -hmm. to the capacity that we were. And years later, we talked about it. And I I finally realized that I was the, the person that hurt her. And I went to her and I said, I just want you, I want to apologize to you. Wow. You know, because I, I was able to grow and I was able to mature. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I, I put the the dynamic of the business ahead of mm-hmm. you and our friendship and you as a person, right? You as a human being. Wow. And so when thinking of that, you know, obviously I, I use myself as an example of like who hurt you, you know, mm-hmm. just like thinking about all the people that hurt me in my life and how I use that to tell a story. Like I'm the narrator of friendships based on the way that people hurt me. Wow. I don't know if you, if you have any thoughts on that, Jonathan. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you eloquently, you, you put it in the best way. And I know Tamika, she spoke about it a little bit. It was, yeah. you know, it's, it's the respect one mm-hmm. and two. Well, when it comes to hurt, you have to acknowledge the fact right. that it has happened. Yeah. And that's how you can get to a place where you can, you know, even realize that it's actually you. And <laughs> and, and, and it affected you in, in such a way that shows, you know, at the end of the day, your character. Right. And when, it, when dealing with hurt and when dealing with other individuals, it takes you to be the first person or I'll even say the first partaker of forgiveness of yourself. And even yeah. to giving the other individual, even yeah. if they may have initiated it, mm-hmm. even even if they started it, doesn't really matter. But if you can now first acknowledge mm-hmm. that, you know what, there's some things that I didn't do right in this situation. Not yeah. necessarily pointing and saying you're the reason and you're the one and you're you're the blame of this situation. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging that, you know, there's some things I didn't do right. Right. You can bring the person closer to reality <laughs> or to a place where you can now grow. Right. And it's amazing. You said something that's so crazy that basically your relationship with this person didn't really mature. Mm-hmm. And that could have been a perfect opportunity to actually mature a relationship. But yeah. like like all of us, yeah. because Get with her, pride comes also with her. Mm-hmm. Because once we're hurt, mm. the last thing we want is to be vulnerable ever again, especially with the person that hurt us. Yeah. We don't even want to give them that kind of access to us. We want to get mm-hmm. far away from the person that hurt us. It's <laughs> true. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, it's a lot. You you must acknowledge whether either you hurt someone or, mm. or something hurt you. Somewhere right. along the line, it has to be a form of acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that, you know, I know, I think I've heard like each of you say at some point, not right now, but just period, is this idea and this reality of hurt people hurt people. And I remember somebody said that to me a long time ago, and it took like a while to digest exactly what that meant. I see it a lot more now, right? You know, notion of like people that are hurt just basically just basically regurgitate the hurt that's been, you know, that, that that they feel. And so a lot of times, you know, it's funny, like when thinking about hurting people, I feel, I feel like, you know, I just ran into a situation where I was talking with someone and they were just basically explaining how they were hurt. 
And so, you know, this was a dialogue. Usually I'm a listener and I do, but this wasn't a listener situation. It was like, okay. I'm like, so, okay, you were hurt. Like you're upset. And they're like, well, you know, so they were trying to justify, like Kristen was talking about this yesterday at 7.30, like this justification of their actions. And I'm just like, so I was just like, you know what? You're right. You know, you're right. You got it. You are justified in your hurt. You are justified in your thinking. You are justified in your actions. Mm. So wow. Like, you know, you get to lose the relationship that you've been building for over 30 years. You know, now you get to lose the access to people that are, you know, close to you. So, like, you are right. Like, you right. are absolutely right. Now you are justified and you are hurt. And with your hurt, you like, I'm hold on to it, you know, like I'm hurt and that's it. And I'm like, okay, so right. go, go along. You know, you see the Winnie the Pooh thing, the little little kid walking around with the stick on his back, like he, yeah. he run away from home, like yeah. go ahead with your bag of hurt and go, no. right? And so, like, no, put it no. that way, she was like, well, what you trying to say? Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, like I said what I said. Right. Right. Like, okay. But it was, you know, it was funny because it was also an epiphany for me, you know, like, and and again, I think, you know, my counselor, like, really helped me to even understand, like, even the hurt, the hurt of me being a foolish 14-year-old girl, Um, like, addressing that, you know, like, that hurt, I, I hurt myself. Right. Yes. Like those people, mm-hmm. they are part of this situation that mm-hmm. hurt, that, you know, I dealt with the hurt, mm-hmm. but the hurt was the letdown of me. You know, right. like I let myself down and I right. felt like I knew better. And it wasn't just at 14, it was at 17, it was in my 20s, it was in my 30s. Right. And I continually do it. But if I'm, if I'm not acknowledging it, if I'm not addressing it, if I'm not dealing with it, if I'm not forgiving myself uh, for the hurt that I've caused, then right. what good am I? Because what, what I'm doing is what happens is somebody come and I'm like, but this is my hurt. And I'm just right. about I hurt. I'm justified in my accident. Right. You can't tell me because you don't understand, right? You start going down a list of things. So, so one of the things yeah. that you said to me that's so important is nine times out of ten, when any kind of hurt has occurred, and mm-hmm. I think Kristen said it already, it has already happened before with yeah. someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or another situation has occurred. Mm-hmm. And what we do as people, just mm-hmm. people in general. We allow things to pile. Mm-hmm. Pile on. You know, remember mm-hmm. that game we used to play? You know, pile on, just jump on it. Everybody yeah. just jump. But the person, yeah, the, bottom, <laughs> yeah. the person at the bottom gets crushed. Yeah. But crushed. to be honest, that's us. We're wow. at the bottom and wow. all the hurt piles. It piles mm-hmm. on. It piles mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so crazy because by the time we're able to catch a breath or get up, with our right. crushed lungs and broken and cracked ribs, you know, we're in tears and the person on top was laughing because that was funny right. for them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where our pride is attacked because yeah. we feel like, oh, the first person that jumped on me, it was first, it was funny. Yeah. The second person, it was like, oh, it's kind of still fun. Right. The third, fourth person, you get mad. This stuff is hurting. This ain't funny like, anymore. Yeah. Man, it's so crazy because what I'm thinking about is if we can learn to address before her. Exactly. Right. 
so before we get to hurt, when the first person, you know, jumps on us, it's like, we need to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't want to confront yeah. the, the before hurt, we become dangerous individuals, especially right. in professional situations. Right. right. Because the last thing that we're going to be is ridiculed. The last right. thing that we're going to be is, you know, belittled in front of, you know, other professionals. You're not going to... Who are you talking to? Oh, excuse me. You got to... <laughs> you try to hold on all your professional face. <laughs> Who are you talking to? You're talking to me. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do this. Who? <laughs> right. I mean... Because, it, but it's very important, and it mm. requires us to do pre-work. <laughs> right, right. Because before her. But you know, the funny thing is that we're like literally kind of posturing ourselves to help people do the pre-work. You know, thinking about those that first question that we asked, which is, yeah. "What hurts you?" Right. You know, because you know we're all talking about the idea of that hurt never really goes away until you actually deal with it. It's like the little kid that hurts themselves and says, mommy, I got a boo-boo or daddy, I got a boo-boo. And and they're waiting for the parent to acknowledge the hurt. Right. They could just be like, Oh shoot. I hurt myself. That's what we learn to do as adults. But when you're kids, you Mm. go up and you say, acknowledge this pain. Even if you weren't the person that caused the pain, help me to acknowledge the pain. And when we miss that one fundamental step, we miss out on the opportunity because then we become a little spoiled brat (laughs) and we throw a temper tantrum or we become adults who just shake off the pain or think we're shaking it off. And then we haven't really learned yeah. like the effect of what is actually happening. We haven't learned how we're going to continue to maneuver, how we're going to continue to function. And it brings us to that second question we asked ourselves, which is who hurt you? Right. Who was the person? And we kind of just went through that. Maybe it's you that hurt Jonathan and Tamika have, have shared like how you kind of unpack that. But the third question is, have you let it go? Mm-hmm. Like, have you let the hurt go? And if so, how do you know you let it go? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like specifically about letting it go, you know, like getting to a place where you can let it go. For me personally, what I try to do is because I'm always, I am the eldest child. I've always felt alone, even though I have siblings. I am in a position that I feel alone a lot. I am, I've always been in leadership in some capacity. And so I've always yeah. felt isolated. And I remember thinking to myself that I'm always going to have people challenges. Not in a bad way. I love people. I'm an extrovert, <laughs> butterfly. I enjoy people. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, stay away from me. I'm definitely all about people. But <laughs> the thing is, is that I'm always going to have to learn how to quickly deal with hurt and move on. Like, when people hurt me, how do I do it and how do I move on? Recently, I just did this work for myself because I realized that I was cutting people off left and right. Like, I had no problem. I'm telling you guys, I would literally just be like, I don't I don't know why they thought we had a friendship or I don't know why they thought we had a relationship. I don't know why. And in my mind, the see the thing is you said it. You both said this. I have been hurt as a child. Bingo. Badly. And the way that I dealt with that was I acted like it didn't happen. And so the way that I deal with relationships, friendships, any level of hurt, I act like it didn't happen. But if I didn't sit down and if I don't do the work, then the next time someone comes up, 
or something comes up, I will act like I don't know you. And you'll see me in the streets and I don't know you. You don't know me. <laughs> but, the rea- but the truth is, you know, I heard my pastor say this in, in conjunction with Tamika, what she said about her people, her people, free people, free people. Right. And so the, the reality is, is that, yes, I have been hurt. Yep, I sure have. Yep, I've definitely dealt with a lot of hurt. The truth that I have, and you all know I've been talking a lot about the biblical perspective, mm-hmm. is that in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it says, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work with me and through me. And I think about that because I feel as though in life, we have this opportunity to take all of our weaknesses, the hurt, the pain, right to Christ. Yeah. That's a mouthful. (laughs) But I would quickly just say with hurt, and you you summed it up from a counseling perspective, (laughs) when, when you are hurt, when you can, when you can then face the hurt. Right. When you can face it and then make the choice not to stay hurt because right. hurt will come. Right. But when you make the choice not to stay hurt and you start confronting it and you start to do those steps and still deal with people that might have hurt you, but maybe mm-hmm. you just needed a little bit of distance or mm-hmm. a little boundaries, whatever right. the case may be. Yeah. But as long as you're one, able to confront it, two, not stay in a hurt place. Mm-hmm. I think that's the understanding that, you know what? all right, I'm getting better at this. And that starts the process. Yeah. I think another thing, just from the coaching perspective, is like, here's a choice. Being hurt is a choice. And a lot of times we hurt, our, we hold our hurt. Like, you know, we talk about that bag. We hold our hurt as like our bandage or as our wound to say, like, I've been hurt. Yeah. This is, this is, this is where it is. But a lot of times what we do is we don't allow it to heal what we do is we just keep opening the wound back up, right? And we think that, you know, we're, we're but by opening the wound, it makes us remember that we've been hurt. So we don't ever forget that we've been hurt. And we don't ever, and it, but that means it's never healing, right? right? So I think from a coaching perspective, it's just this idea of, yes, I've been hurt, right? But what do I do with that hurt? How do I let it heal? A lot of that stuff is internal work, right? So again, being hurt is a choice. Somebody can say something to me and I can make a decision. I'm going to make a decision. Whether I'm going to take that as an insult or take that as you just like, and Jesus said, they don't know what they're doing. Like, they (laughs) they don't know what they're doing. Like, just like, let it go, right? But it's a choice, right? It's a choice. It's a choice to go off. It's a choice to keep letting people pile up on you. It's a choice. And so we, like, again, Jonathan said it, the hurt is always going to happen. You, like, we're we're not going to be free of trials and tribulations, right? right? So the hurt's going to come. It's a decision whether you want to remain hurt or not. Right. And what you do with it. So as, you know, from a culture perspective, name it. It, yes, I was hurt, right? Two, what do you do with that? How do I heal from this? You said it, Johnson, setting boundaries. A lot of times, mm-hmm. we, a lot of us are not necessarily, we're, we we have a 
aversion to conflict, right? I'm going to raise my hand. I don't really like a lot of conflict. I just want everybody to be okay, right? We good? And let's like, let's just let it be, you know? And when it gets a little funny, I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. Like, I, I'm going to need you to figure that out. And then you come talk to me when you figure it out. That's how I am about conflict. I don't like it. I don't, you don't know, like probably... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, right? And so, but knowing that about myself, a lot of times I have to like process me to make if you don't address this right, right. now, this is going to build up. And, right. and so I have to like really like talk myself through or even with somebody else. Kristen has helped me sometimes like think you need to address it and don't come at it from this point or whatever. Because sometimes I need to like process <laughs> internally before I say it because I know the last thing I want to do, and I've seen this in relationships where I would just let stuff go because I didn't want to kill the other person with my mouth. Mm. I would just let it go because I'm like, if I get raw, it's going to be ugly. Right. So. I've seen it. I've seen it. And I mean, even with my brothers and sisters, like, yeah. I feel like even they came up even on questions on the at the dinner table in that podcast. Like, you know, Livy said something and I was just like, I know I've like said something, but not. And because it, it gets ugly, right? When it's yeah. unprocessed and it's unfiltered. And yeah. so it's kind of like dealing with self first, but yeah. how do you heal the wound? Right. How do you heal that wound so you're not always like opening it back up? Sorry, John, go ahead. No, I just, I wanted to say this before I forgot. To make you, you said something that's so crazy in regards to, you know, the wound. This might be a little hard, a little tough, you know, for people to really kind of, you know, take on. Hopefully not too much. When you continue to reopen a wound, for me, and this is my personal opinion, I feel like that is, that's operating from a place of immaturity. Yes. Because when you, yes. when you want to stay hurt, you will self-sabotage yes. yourself yes. to continue to try to push your point or your uh-huh. agenda. Yeah. Because hurt loves hurt. hurt, and, a, hurt. and being a victim. Being a victim. Yeah, because because what happens is it literally it starts to compile every hurt, and I never I never forget it. One time I was I was mad about one thing that had nothing to do with no one else and no other situation. Mm -hmm. I wanted to stay mad and stay hurt so bad I started thinking about other things that had happened Uh that Uh had nothing to do with the other individual. Uh I just wanted to stay mad. I wanted to justify why I was hurt. Yeah, right. And God was like, no, nah, man, you, you can't do that. He's like, being hurt is a choice. Mm-hmm. I, and I need you not, like, don't do that. And then immediately I had to let it go. I said, oh, yeah. oh excuse me. Right. <laughs> excuse right. me. You messed my whole party up. Yeah. Because now as I justify why I'm hurt, even to myself, now I need to portray it to everybody. And I show mm-hmm. them, hey. <laughs> but, you know, I think, as we, you know, kind of close here and, and encourage everyone that's watching this, we we are coming from three perspectives of how to manage crisis. And being hurt is a real crisis. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, there are things that are happening right now in this world that are hurtful. There are things, I mean, just even the fact that this, where the virus came from and now there's this whole racial onslaught that's happening. It's all hurtful, right? Where people are dying, that's hurt. 
right? And sometimes it's not a person that hurts you. Sometimes it's a circumstance that hurts you. And no matter where you find yourself, we're giving you like these practical strategies of dealing with it. What hurts you? If it was a person who hurt you or, or exactly who the who's behind the hurt, have you let it go? And if not, do it quickly. And if so, be sure that you know, as Jonathan was just saying, I, I weigh, I show people like I used to be like this, but now I'm, I'm different. And if, and if you have not let it go, do it now. Um, just ask God to help you trust that he will help you release all those and that situation that hurt you and then begin to forgive them by name. I just I shared this last this past week about forgiveness and how forgiveness is powerful. It's a weapon against hurt. It actually protects you. And so I was saying I start writing down the names of the people that hurt me just for me, just for me so that I could actually see that. So remember, like try those strategies and know that we're here and and there will be peace. So, Jonathan, do you have any last words? No, I mean, for the most part, pretty much summed it up. I know we talked about it really, really well. Um, And just if you feel like you're having a difficult time or, you know, a hard time kind of coming to, you know, coming to grips with what we're saying, please reach out, you know, DM, um, call, text, whatever method, reach out to a professional. We can help. Kristen, where can they find you? Well, first of all, guys, we're supposed to be doing a giveaway. Yes. Don't forget that. Okay. So <laughs> I, first, you can find me at, at Kristen Joy Greer. I also have a company called Peace Period. You can go to at peace.period or you can go to the website, www.peaceperiod.com. We are doing giveaways. If you like, tag, and share all of our videos from yesterday or even this video, and make sure you at us now. Don't forget to add us. We all are three. going to all, all three of all us. All three of us. At Kristen Joy Greer, <laughs> at Tamika.Jackson1, and at Heart Alliance One. Put all of that into a message, and we are going to do three things. One, you will get a copy of the I Have Peace 21 day devotional that will be released next Sunday. Yes. Oh my God. Um, so it'll be your copy to use or to give away. It's 21 days of de- declarations, prayers, encouraging words. And it's just an opportunity for you to really process exactly what you need to have, which is peace within yourself. Nice. What about you, Tamika? What you giving away? So I am giving away two different things. One is, sis, get your life. This is a three-month planner. And this is literally for the woman that is just like, I got a lot going on. I'm not sure what to do. And just get your life. Like literally looking at it from the month, from the week, from the day and breaking it down by the hour. So this is the thing that got me through college. And the second thing I'm giving away, in case you're not a sis, is a seven-day me challenge. This is a journal. This journal is basically a way for you to set goals and track your goals. And so again, this is for a man or woman. It doesn't matter. It will report your progress. It will make sure that you are on track and it's four different weeks of it. So you, you can really track, are you progressing with your goals? Are you doing them? And it's not 21 day goals. It's not 30, it's not 90, it's seven days, seven days. You are going to do X and then you track X. And if you have three X's, that's fine, but you do it 
and you track it. So that, those are the two things I'm giving away. Mm-hmm. Jonathan? So for Heart Alliance, I'm giving away two free sessions. That's two. That is comparable to $150 free of charge. Mm-hmm. So normally I do a free cons- you know, consultation, but at this time, this is what we're giving right. away. You get two <laughs> sessions for free. It costs okay. you absolutely nothing. So like, okay. share, tag. Keep it still. Oh. <laughs> well, I, y'all can't outgive me. Now I got to give oh. them more things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you will get a copy. <laughs> just a low video. <laughs> this is all free. This is the I Have Peace Journal. I do want to give this away too. Since we're doing tools, we're going to give you double the blessings. Two, two, two. two. This is I Have Peace Journal. <laughs> okay. Jonathan, where can they find you? They can find me at Heart Alliance on Instagram and on Facebook, Heart Alliance One. Okay. And I could be found on Facebook at Coach Tamika Jackson and on Instagram is Tamika.Jackson1. So this has been Three Perspectives in Crisis. This is day 15. We've been talking about hurt. We really hope that you enjoyed this. We thank you so much for taking this time to be with us. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week.